Hi there, you're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in, and listen with an open heart. But first, the regular disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. Hi there. A couple of announcements before we dive into today's episode. Excuse me. There will be a new group coaching that will be kicking off in mid-July. If you're interested in in attending um, the group coaching services, feel free to email me at theestrangedheart at gmail.com. There will also be a first retreat for The Estranged Heart um, coming late summer, early fall. And I'm... I would prefer to have that in person. However, I want to be able to also serve and do what is best for, for this community. If you have a preference one way or the other regarding an in-person retreat or an online retreat, or maybe both, please um, let me know. I would really like your feedback on that. And again, this would be for estranged mothers. If there's an interest and having one for estranged adult children, I, I'm up for that as well. Um, I just am trying to gauge the interest and needs of the community. So if you could also um, send me an email or message me through Facebook or Instagram, that would be fantastic. Um, and finally, it's been about a year that I've been wanting to get this off the ground and um, we are finally going to do it. Um, the Facebook group for estranged parents and estranged adult children, but not from the same family, um, will be starting in July as well. And that group will be, um, I will be an administrator of the group as well as, um, A.C. Bergen-Fisher, so the formerly estranged adult child who has since reconciled with his mother and is now having conversations with me once a month on this podcast. The two of us will be administering that group. There will be a screening process um, for the group members and, and an application process to ensure, again, safety for everyone, etc. So if you're interested in being a member of that group, please email me at theestrangedheart at gmail.com or message me on Facebook or Instagram, and I'm happy to put you on the list um, and will then forward you the screening information. So I believe that wraps it up for the announcements for today. We'll, we'll jump in for the episode, and we'll start off with a quote Once a fracture has been made, things do not return to the way they once were. Fractures change us far beyond the surface. Because of this, grieving must take place because the dreams of our relationship with our adult children we had must die. Then rebuilding, 
ever so tenderly and slowly must begin. And that is by me. Um, so today's episode is about dads and estrangement. I know that by and large, the majority of what I talk about on this podcast, while it can be applied to both moms and dads, I come at it from the perspective of a mom. And I mean, that's obvious. I'm a mom. I do not, I am not married. I do not have a husband. Um, and I, my, the fathers of my girls were not, are, are not involved, have not been involved. We're not, um, those kinds of things. And that's not my story to tell. So again, you know, I've always come at it from, from the perspective of a mom, I will say over the last several months, it's been interesting. And I don't know if perhaps it's the lead up to father's day as there is also a lead up to mother's day, but I've been contacted <clears throat> by several dads, um, since about March of this year. And prior to just a, a little bit ago, uh, the, the fathers that I have worked with as a coach, it's always been in conjunction with working with mom. So I've, I've not worked until recently with fathers. And so on this father's day, I wanted to kind of bring to light some of the things that dads have talked to me about whether they are a client of mine or not. Um, I have been contacted and have spoken with uh, several dads just in general. Uh, they wanted to share their story with me. Some of them are seeking support, etc. And so I, I just wanted to kind of get this topic out there. I don't think it's talked about enough. And I think that there's a lot of suffering that takes place with the dads who are estranged from their children. And I don't think that that's recognized on a large scale. So I, I have recently worked with, let me, let me also, let me back, back up a moment because I have found that about half of the dads that have reached out to me have reached out to me because their children, their adult children sent them, the podcast and suggested that they listen to it. And then the fathers have reached out to me. The other half are dads who have just come across the podcast and wanted to reach out and, and tell the story. Um, what I find common um, amongst all of them is this you know, confusion that, I mean, estrangement is estrangement and, you know, we're all confused and, um, shocked, etc. When, when this first lands in our laps, the big and stark difference when it comes to dads and moms experiencing estrangement is the support that is available for fathers is, uh, almost, almost non-existent, right? <clears throat> there is support in, um, you know, Dr. Coleman has support for estranged parents and all the things that he does, his webinars, et cetera, are um, geared to estranged parents. 
the work of Tina Gilbertson, again, estranged parents. Um, and however, and while there, while there are Facebook groups out there, I, that, that are for estranged parents, by and large, the majority of the members of those groups are moms. I have a Facebook group that is only for moms. There have been a couple of times throughout the years that I've had this group that some fathers have reached out asking to um, be permitted into the group and they've been denied because it is my support group is strictly for moms. And I find this heartbreaking. I, I wish I knew, I, and this is a question that I get all the time from dads is, is there a support group for dads that's facilitated by either an estranged dad or a formerly estranged dad? And if there is, I'm not aware of, of them. If anyone out there knows of a group that is strictly for dads, please let me know so that I can refer folks to these groups um, because dads are suffering. And I know that they would appreciate the father perspective um, from a facilitator of a group. Um, so I, I really, you know, and, and I don't know if you're a listener, if you're a dad and you feel a calling to start a group, I please do so and let me know um, so that I can, again, refer, refer folks to you. Um, it is such a need. What I hear more often than not are moms who reach out and say, my husband is suffering terribly. Do you have any support groups? You know, your group has been such a tremendous help for me. And I wish my husband could get that type of support somehow. So I highly encourage those of you who, who are out there, who are dads, who have experience with estrangement. If you want to start a group, please do so. It, it's really needed for the dads. Um, you know, I had a conversation back in April with a dad um, who's in his mid fifties. He has two adult sons and he reached out to me and we had a, a lengthy conversation about his experience with estrangement. His, his sons are younger, uh, young adults, and um, there is a piece of parental alienation that goes along with this estrangement for him. But he was, was, and still is to my knowledge, suffering tremendously. It has been going on for about five years, I believe, if memory serves me correct for him. And he has, um, he has suffered depression. He, you know, there's all sorts of things in his life that have been upended because of this estrangement. And he has been told by one son, absolutely zero contact to not contact him at all. And the other has just, um, I believe not responded. So, uh, I would like to be able to share a bit more of his story and we'll potentially do a separate podcast um, episode on that in the days and weeks to come. But some of the things that we talked about really kind of sparked some, some thought processes for me. And that was, you know, the emotional piece of estrangement, right? For moms, I think it's more common for moms to be in touch with their emotions and 
more easily express those emotions than perhaps a dad, especially of older generations. Um, you know, it takes immense vulnerability to, to be able to demonstrate em emotions and express those emotions. And that's just not really something that our culture cultivates for, for men in general. Um, but especially fathers, you know, dads are supposed to be very stoic, you know, the one holding it all together and the, the provider and the, all of the things of the family. Again, speaking in terms of older generations and it's hard for these men, these fathers to be able to come to someone and say with tears in their eyes that their heart is shattered, that they miss their children, that they were active fathers in the lives of their children and no longer are and the devastating effects that that is having on their life. Um, you know, another piece of this is, is um, another thing we talked about was, you know, how do you let go? It's been five years. There's been a, you know, an apps with one son again, absolutely no contact. Um, how, how do you let go? Do you let go? Let alone how? Um, and one of the things that, we kind of bantered back and forth about was I think for, for, for a fair number of dads, because they can more easily compartmentalize maybe their emotions, you know, dads, I hear from moms that dads are like, you know, they've made their choice. So be it, but let's, we got to get on with life. Right. And there's just this, less emotional piece that is shown. Now, I believe that men have just as deep emotions as women do because they're humans. Um, but because of cultures and, you know, a whole host of other reasons, um, they don't express those. They're not in touch with them. They can compartmentalize. I, I can't go there. It's too much. I'm going to put it in this box and put it on the shelf and, um, you know, I might deal with it, you know, every, every now and then, but I, other than that, I'm, I'm getting on with getting on with my life. So we talked about that. We talked a little bit about the alienation piece, um, for this father, his, uh, ex-wife, uh, there was some discussion, my understanding, some discussion with the children about the divorce on her end. Um, and dad refused to discuss things. And so, because he refused to discuss things. There was also a lack of defense on his end to say he did or did not do the things that, you know, the fingers that were pointed at him. So, and who knows if, if mom is still a gatekeeper of some sort for these younger adult men, um, that, that this dad has. So there, there's that piece. There's also the piece of, we talked about, um, you know, generational patterns, right? And how we, we pass this along from generation to generation unknowingly, you know, typically it's when, you know, I've said before, why don't we talk to uncle Bob and Aunt Susie, you know, why, why are they not around? And, you know, that, that kind of thing, never thinking, that it's going to happen to us. 
that we are going to either do the estranging or be estranged. And so there's, there's that piece to things. And then there was a piece that he brought up that I thought was super interesting that I, I did consider it when I was in the middle of my estrangement, but it's not something that is really talked about a lot. I find in, in any of the estrangement groups. And I don't know if that's just in part because so many of the moms that I work with are married or partnered <clears throat> in some way, but the impact of estrangement on dating, right? And, and, or just meeting new friends. And this dad and I talked about, you know, at what point, if you're seeing someone new, do you bring this up? Because by and large, for most of society, you, this is frowned upon, right? And, and the parents are frowned upon. I have experience with that. I hear that the kids have experience with that. I did not experience that when I went through my estrangement from my mom when I was a, in, in a younger adult. But the, the kids do, do experience it as well. So I'm just going to speak specifically from that of, a, of the parent. You know, as a parent, you're looked at as, my gosh, if your kids aren't talking to you, you there's, it throws up all sorts of red flags and people are like, wow, what kind of person are you that your kids don't talk to you? And I don't know that I want to be around someone like that. Um, it's, it's very isolating and you feel very, very much judged. And most people aren't in it to give you the time of day to talk about it because it's a very uncomfortable topic, right? And so many people, especially when you're dating, right? In that dating phase and getting to know someone you're wanting to put your best foot forward and you're wanting them to like you and all of these things. And so you fear talking about this estrangement and how, how do you, how do you bring that up? When do you bring it up? Right? So from a dad's perspective, I think that there are complexities that they can in, encounter that, are different than those of a mom and the things that we encounter. Now, that being said, do I think that like the, I mean, the main topics, subjects of estrangement apply across the board, but there are little intricacies that are different for a dad versus a mom. And again, so many dads are not they're not in the equation when it comes to support services and um, really trying to figure out how to bridge gaps in relationships with their children. Um, they too are not taught. I think as, as moms, there's more of a, um, I think there's, there's more of a, a cultural, piece to this that the moms are the caretakers and the moms are the ones who are supposed to, you know, set forth the example and, and these kinds of things. And, and dads are kind of where they're not talked about a lot. They're kind of left out there, right. Kind of hanging out there on their own. 
And at the same time, they've got to be hurting on some level that their children are not talking to them. Right? That there's this, this gap, this gaping hole, this silence that just permeates everything. All parts of all of it for, for them. And, and so I'm just curious, you know, what, what could be done differently? How do dads look at this compared to moms? You know, I think it would be interesting to have dads as a part of this Facebook group that I talked about in the announcements today, um, for estranged parents and estranged adult children, because I think that it would be, it would be nice to have that, that perspective, right. And for fathers to be able to ask adult children, some of the questions that they don't get answered because there's not a place to ask those questions for them. So I just, um, I think maybe today's episode is really more about how can we create support for fathers in a way that's meaningful and helpful and healthy for them to be able to process through their, their estrangement experience. There's a lot of support out there for moms and there's, to my knowledge, there's not for dads. So if you're a dad that's listening, what do you want? What type of support would be meaningful and helpful for you? If you know of a dad, if you're married and your husband is in need of support, has expressed the desire to have additional support, what does that look like? What would you find helpful? What would they find helpful? And how can we create a community around dads to help them to navigate this experience in a way that is non-judgmental, that is non-threatening and in which they can come in and be real and honest about all of their feelings and emotions that they are going through. I don't have that particular experience. I can empathize with fathers because I am a mother who has experienced estrangement, but I don't have that specific knowledge and lived experience. It's not to say that, you know, it's not to say that you can't help people who, who have had similar experiences as you, but because of just gender and, and, and what have you might be different. doesn't mean that you can't help them, but I would like to hear from fathers about what type of support they would prefer to have. If they're okay working, you know, with a, with a female coach, if they would prefer to have a group of just fathers, you know, or they, do they find it beneficial and helpful to be in a mixed group? So I, I just, I feel for dads, I feel for men who can get lost in the shuffle. And I, I truly mean that they, I, I feel on a lot of levels that they do get lost in the shuffle. I, um, I am working with one particular dad right now who is just a stellar human being who has, he's faltered and he knows that and he's accepted responsibility and accountability. And, um, he has, 
he misses his kid and it just breaks my heart. It just absolutely breaks my heart. Um, so I guess this is my plea <laughs> to my community and how can we support dads on this father's day for you dads who might be listening. I'm holding you in my heart. I'm holding tender space for you. It is my hope and wish that we can grow a community of support for you so that you don't feel alone in this and that you can feel included in a club that none, none of us wish to belong to, right? But that you can feel welcomed in and free to express your thoughts and feelings about your lived estrangement experience. If I can be of any help, please do not hesitate to reach out. I am here and I will do all that I can to help you get or find the, the support that um, you're seeking. So I won't say happy Father's Day because I know that today is a tough day for dads. But I will say for those of you dads out there with hurting hearts today and all the other days, you are thought of. I am thinking of you and I'm holding space for your broken hearts. Until next time. This brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you are able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, leaving a positive review, perhaps entertaining becoming a guest on our show, or following us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. As a reminder, there is an online support group on Facebook. If you are a estranged mom who identifies as being spiritual and approaches estrangement with a sense of curiosity rather than blame and judgment and desire to do inner self-work and reflection, please seek us out. We can be found at facebook.com backslash estranged mothers support group. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast anonymously or not, please reach out to me via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com. <music>